What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Out to Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. Started up, that would be your Thursday, your Buck Off Thursday here on B&E. Buck Ons and Buck Offs, bring them strong. Brought to you by the Austin Gamblers, your professional bull riding team here in Austin, Texas. That's right, Buck On to Austin, Texas. Pro Town, Pro Town, MLS soccer, professional bull riding. F1 will be rolling in here coming up in October. The world's uh, most popular racing sport at this point. Got NASCAR. Got all kinds of professional sports that are rolling through Austin, Texas. But, of course, your local teams include the Austin FC and the Austin Gamblers. We appreciate their support here on a Buck Off Thursday. Your day to let somebody have it. Somebody said Buck Off to Bucky's obsession with Carol Baskin. And you love some Carol Baskin from the Tiger King. Back Absolutely. Kept me going during Kept, COVID. <laughs> during the COVIDs. Yeah, during and the And you COVID. were like the one on her side. Everyone else is, Everybody else was against venomous her. against Carol Baskin. You were on her side. Um, you, you saw something. Something her. in her. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh, all right, so we'll get an update on DeAndre Hopkins and what he's up to. Off-season NFL conversations will continue. Also, we'll uh, uh, talk some some college football with the Longhorns announcing three of their time kick kick times for three of their, their home games this year. That leads to good conversation as well. Uh, I'll also say this on a buck off and a buck on Thursday. But can I give a buck off? Off to our Texas legislature that did not and the lieutenant governor Dan Patrick for not, you know, moving forward with with the the ability for sports and casino gambling in the state of Texas. I, I'm not sure why they, they feel like they have to protect us from things, but then they on the other side out the other side of their mouth they say, you know, you know, free you get to choose you get to choose what you want to do, freedom of this, freedom of that, uh, but you nope you can't gamble like all the states that are going forward with that. Uh, Texas still not going there. Maybe two more years. Still crossing and having to cross the borders. Yes. And this is there's not a there's not a uh, arguably a better sports state than Texas with uh, you know the professional teams in Houston and Dallas and San Antonio and the uh, the passion for sports in this state um, you know sports fans and, and gamblers have to uh, leave the border as you said go other other places I just got a nice text from our buddy Russell Douglas who's a big Texas basketball fan he's in Vegas right now doing some some gambling at the tables in Vegas and said, I told you Dylan Mitchell would be returning, and we've got details on that coming up. So buck off to the legislature for that, but buck on uh, to our, our state leaders for what we talked about yesterday with our buddy Nick Shuley in our live music update. You know, Austin is the live music capital of the world, or has been, but the venues where live music is performed are dwindling and uh, falling by the wayside. Well, they're becoming very expensive properties for other things. Correct and apartments and then houses. Yeah, because only very few of the uh, the club owners own the own the dirt, right? Own right. the land they rent, and the lease and the, the rents continue to rise. We know that. Uh, but this session, the uh, Texas Senate Senate Bill six oh nine, the Texas Music Incubator Act, uh, allows venues across the state to submit up to a hundred thousand dollars annually in rebates from their liquor payments to the TAB to, to TBC. Or TABC, TBC yeah. and, and they'll get refunded. They get uh, up to $100,000 in receipts and, again, kind of a, a rebate to help pay the bills, right? So you, you, you turn in your, 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 your liquor and beer sales, 
Uh, and this will allow these venues to, they call it the Texas Music Incubator Act, because this is where, you know, young musicians, young artists get their, get their chance. Uh, to, to, to become big stars and grow into the big names that we know have come through through Austin. And we talked about Gary Clark Jr. yesterday, who is now, you know, a star and a global star. who uh, Spends was, a lot of, time, of his time still in this area. He lives in, in this Central area, Texas. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, Pat Green, Pat Green, the great Texas country Forever. artist, he was big in trying to push for this bill to get pushed through uh, because he's now managing a lot of young acts and understands there needs to be venues for these young acts to perform, and the venues want to be open to allow that. And uh, But as, it, as Austin gets more and more expensive, this will help them a lot and keep and maybe even bring new ones online, uh, the ability to get up to $100,000 back in a rebate uh, to continue to develop young talent and remain the live music capital of the world as much as it can be, whether it is or not or, or anymore is debatable. But Austin City Limits is still here, the TV show, uh, still a lot of good live music and hopefully more to come. So buck on to them. For that, but I disagree. I wish we were moving towards the sports and casino gambling in the great state. Come on, man. It's been 30 years I've been here, and it's just, I was thinking, that this is the year it's going to happen. Nope. Not oh. quite there yet. Well, and we've seen its impact in other states around the country. The revenue raised, the tax dollars raised for that, and for, you know, legal mar- legalized marijuana, still not in this state because they're protecting us from, from ourselves, I guess, uh, in that regard. But, uh, you know, we can agree or disagree on the political side of it, but I do like what they did with the Music Act and uh, getting that push forward. So buck on to that on a buck off Thursday. Can we get to the uh, trending topics and headlines if Ty is able to do that? Is Ty in there? Where'd Ty go? Ty is load management once again. <laughs> no, as we've told you, if you just tuned in, Ty, we're having a board issue. Our board is apparently freezing. Our board is the what run, runs everything, your sound effects, uh, our microphones. Every, you know, He's like the, the pilot in there with the board, and the board is frozen. He's waiting on our engineer to arrive to be able to uh, rectify the situation. You know, what, you know what usually causes that board to freeze? There's something on a... Static electricity. That, and there's a Wednesday night group that has to come in, too. Oh, the Wednesday flex? Yeah, and Ty goes absolutely nuts on Thursday. Well... So sometimes board. things just get a little mixed up. Well, they... But the board was fine for the first, you know, chunk of the show. Something... Sometimes you'll shock the board, like you'll get some little static electricity, and you'll touch the board, and it'll... It'll... it'll you know, or the squirrel falls into it. It could be the squirrel. It could be the squirrel. You generally blame it on the squirrel. Well, get the squirrel running. You know what I'm saying? Hey, where do you think uh, DeAndre Hopkins is going to land? Do you have a, a prediction on DeAndre before we get to our headlines and trending topics here on a Thursday? Well, where I don't think he's going to land for sure is with the Dallas Cowboys. Somebody's talking them out of that, thinking that they've got enough going on offensively and that they don't have any money. But if they're going to well, make a play, I mean, they got to they got to continue to – to work their offense and get better on offense. The two good— uh, I don't think this hurts. I don't think that would hurt them. Well, uh, and, and the question for DeAndre Hopkins is going to be price tag and uh, how much. Yeah, and where does he want to be, too, now? And let's remember this about DeAndre Hopkins. He served a six-game PED suspension last year. Yes. He missed. He only played 10 games the previous year because of injury. So over the last two seasons, he hadn't played a lot of football. And now he's 31 years old. So teams are going to hold that as—come on, man. We know what you were. What are you right now? What is your level of— uh, we, you're, you're arguably a, a Hall of Fame talent at, when you're healthy, and um, but where are you now after two seasons, one battling injury, one with a PED suspension that you, know, you missed a third of the season? Uh, where are you? So uh, he's a free agent for several days now, um, but you know Hopkins is—it's really what his price tag is going to be. Does he want all the money, or does he want to uh, you know go play where where he can win a ring? 
Uh, we know the Chiefs and Bills were interested in trading for DeAndre Hopkins, but he may price himself out of their market. They wanted right. to trade for him to be able to work out a salary deal with the Cardinals for compensation to get DeAndre Hopkins. Now that he's a free agent, they may not be able to afford him because teams with more cap dollars will offer him more money. Uh, so Bills, Chiefs, maybe not as much, and Cowboys, as you said. So we'll see where DeAndre goes. The other big name that uh, is apparently available, as we've talked about, is Dalvin Cook, the running back from the Minnesota Vikings. They're trying to get out from under his contract. And you know the most likely landing spot for him? This is scary. Is uh, the Miami Dolphins. That's where he wants to be. And the Dolphins apparently want him. Uh, now the Dolphins, They are running a track team up in there. They, yes, and Dalvin Cook would be a huge piece. Now, they have Jeff Wilson there as a running back. They drafted uh, the Texas A&M star Devin H. Oh, yeah. Um, but we'll talk about the Miami situation, how that could play out here coming up. But first, Ty, let's get to the headlines. Can we get the trending topic? Is that possible? You know, Ty, Ty is unable to communicate with us at this point because of the board challenges. Uh, you can do that? All right. Headlines brought to you by UBO Business Services. Make sure you're in the know as you're up and out. We told you earlier, but uh, big news from College Hoops. Huge piece of info yesterday. Texas, the freshman forward Dylan Mitchell has announced he's returning for a sophomore season with the Longhorns. Mitchell entered the NBA draft process on April the 12th, went through that. He worked out for several number of teams, took part in the NBA's draft combine. Mitchell and his family, though, made the decision just last night that a second year playing for Rodney Terry and staff would be beneficial for his future. He's a former five-star prospect from Tampa, started all 38 games for the Longhorns last season, led the team in field goal percentage, was the team's third leading rebounder. Uh, he, along with fellow returning big man Dylan DeSue and transfers Caden Shedrick from Virginia and Zarek Onyema from UTEP, should provide Rodney Terry and the Horns with a versatile, versatile and formidable front line in 2023-24. Also yesterday, the uh, Texas signee Duncanville, one-time Texas signee Dunk- and Duncanville star Ron Holland, officially announced that he will skip college entirely. He is signed to play professionally in the G League with the Ignite team. In soccer, huge midweek win for Austin FC last night at Q2 Stadium. They held on for a 2-1 win over Minnesota United. Sebastian Driussi returned from his injury, came in in the second half and scored the game-winning goal in the 82nd minute. And goaltender Brad Stuber made it stand up with big saves all night, including three huge denials and stoppage time to secure the full three points. Verde now 5-6-4 and in a three-way tie in the Western Conference. Uh, they were be right back on the pitch this Saturday night hosting Real Salt Lake. Major League Baseball 0 for 2 day and night for the Texas teams. Rangers lost to Detroit 3 to 2. Houston dropped the rubber game of their series with the Twins at Minute Maid Park 8 to 2. Round Rock split a doubleheader with Sugarland at Dell Diamond. Took the first one in a walk-off 7 to 6. Dropped the nightcap 6 to 4. And in the NBA, game one of the finals tips tonight in Denver 7:30. Nuggets hosting the Miami Heat in the first of uh, a seven-game series in Detroit. The Pistons have hired. Former Phoenix head coach Monty Williams on a new six-year contract. This segment brought to you by UBO Business Services. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. That's UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Okay, so uh, there we go. Headlines. Big win for Austin FC. Dylan Mitchell returning, and I think that's fair to say that's a huge one for the long run. I think it's best for all sides. Uh, Dylan did not receive the guarantee that he was going to get picked by somebody in the second round. There was talk the Spurs uh, were really interested in Dylan Mitchell. But, uh, you know, when, when you're competing against the world for talent, right, and teams can use those second-round picks on international players that are playing professionally elsewhere and, and – And ready own, to go and play. Well, own their rights, right? Let them continue to play in their wherever they're playing, whatever league they're in, and let them develop there. Uh, or take a, a player who – let's be fair about Dylan Mitchell. He's a very athletic, uh, talented player, but he's got to develop his offensive game. And, you know, you, I think he would argue 
that last year he wasn't allowed to be much of an offensive player for Texas. They didn't do much through him. Everything he got was off rebounds and fast breaks and uh, just cleaning the glass kind of stuff. Uh, this, Because I mean, remember, Texas had a bunch of shot makers last year. Uh, Texas, you start going down the list of, you know, Timmy Allen was the guy that needed the ball in his hands. Marcus Carr was a volume shooter. Sabart Jabari Rice and Tyrese Hunter. Gosh, even Dylan DeSue, as the season progressed, became a guy that you you ran your offense through. So Dylan Mitchell uh, was never going to be a feature. Now, coming back, uh, I think there's a chance he could be a guy that, and I'm sure that was what the NBA told him, go develop your offensive game, uh, work on your, your, hand, your ball handling and your ability to, to – uh, create shots for yourself that's right because uh, we know you can finish we know you can get up off the floor and hit the alley-oops and uh, finish in transition or on rebounds but let's see that offensive game flourish and that's interesting to me because you know Caden Shedrick the Virginia transfer the 611 post is also coming to Texas and with a similar mindset that he's played a defensive role at Virginia for a few seasons in that Tony Bennett system where he was a rim protector rebounder they played those low scoring grinded out kind of games at Virginia he, he wants to come to Texas and also develop his offensive game. Well, he had game. to see the fact that Dylan DeSue, all of a sudden how his game had changed in a, in a short span, you know, and become more offensive. That, that sure. big dude from Virginia must have said, man, they must be doing something with their big man. Because if you watch Dylan DeSue, of course, which we did, you saw the change in him. Yeah. He's got better and better. And, you know, and more they let more. him become offensive-minded. Yeah. And then, you know, I still believe, and we'll never know, that I think if Dylan DeSue plays against Miami, Texas is into the Final Four. I don't know how far they would have gone once they got down to Houston. But Dylan DeSue not being there. Dylan DeSue, you know, that game he played a bit against Penn State, uh, the 28-point game, if memory serves, was just hey, – He was he, on a roll. Yeah. I mean, he was feeling great. And then the unfortunate foot injury he suffered in practice uh, that, that – um, Come you know, on, let's go. Get in there. Couldn't go, and uh, you know, unfortunate for him. But uh, the Miami game, they needed a big, right? Miami was a four guard lineup, and they would have no one to really deal with him. No, and they they really didn't have that without him. And we know the lead dwindled. And uh, I'm sure for for Dylan DeSue, there's an ache of, hey, I don't want that to be the end of my Texas career. I was just starting to cause remember he got here from Vanderbilt as a transfer and was hurt, uh, coming off a knee injury, and uh, never really showed that form in his first year. This year. Took him till January, even into February, before he really started to build that confidence and trust in the coaching staff that they could use him as a big. And um, he really became a, a really I mean, the, the, the tournament he played in the Big Twelve tournament when they won the championship was huge. He was the best player there. So if you build on that, if you're Dylan DeSue, Dylan Mitchell develops, Caden Shedrick, that's your front line, and that's pretty good. And I do think we know now with Rodney Terry that his style of play will be different than Chris Beard's. We know Chris Beard was a you know, Bobby Knight disciple, and it was going to be, you know, grind out games, play great defense, and uh, and and Rodney Terry wants to play great defense, but he also wants to be more versatile and dynamic. Yeah, I, I got to believe offensive this end. is going to be a little bit more even up tempo. I mean, as sure. as they played up tempo a little bit last year, it's going to be more up tempo because they got small guards. I mean, there's, I mean, the guys that they have right now, these guards are small. They're going to be running. Yeah, six foot, six foot in the backcourt yeah, with Tyrese foot, Hunter and Max Acemus as your starting backcourt. Uh, Caden, uh, the kid Kendall Weaver coming in from UT Arlington is a little bit longer guard, about six three. Yeah, that that would be one thing to watch. It's not the biggest backcourt. No, I think it'll be a fast paced bunch. Yes, uh, and again, you know, kind of a, especially when they go to the three guard lineup. But yeah, Brock and you got Cunningham, those junkyard dogs for rebounds now. Yeah, but you know, Brock Cunningham still part of this roster. Uh, he'll be a factor for them in his super duper senior year. Uh, is this the last year for Brock Cunningham? Do we know that? Is that kind of the the plan here? Like, um, I mean, I, I think. I think he will be done after this year. But he'll be there, and he'll provide leadership and toughness. We know that. Also, Alex Anamekwe is a 6'5 and a half sophomore 
who played was a high school star in the state of Texas, who they like a lot as a player who can develop as well. So I mean, that's essentially your core. You've got uh, you know three, four guards. You've got three, four guys up front. And I don't think they're done. I think they would like to add one more guard uh, to, to add depth behind the Hunter, Acemas, Weaver group at the guard position. So keep an eye on that. Uh, we know that earlier in the week the, the kid Caleb Love, the transfer from North Carolina, landed at Arizona uh, for his school of choice. Longhorns will still be looking in the backcourt. And I would agree with you, Buck, maybe a little bit of a, of a bigger guard, especially for the defensive purposes on the defensive end. You know, look for one of those six four rangy long type of guards. Yeah, because these guys do have to defend guys. Yeah, because they can score. I mean, Hunter and Acemas, oh, yeah. they can they can light it up, and those guys can average, you know, thirty, thirty five points combined this year. Acemas was a, you know, gosh, twenty one, twenty two point a game scorer. And um, you know, he he was one of the most sought after players on the transfer in the transfer portal market, kid that went to Dallas Jesuit. So uh those two can score. But yeah, you gotta be able to play defense on the defensive end. I would imagine that's something they'll be looking for is a kind of a junkyard dog on the defensive end in the backcourt uh, for some depth there. Uh, there's the Texas story. We'll get to the football conversations as well, the buck-ons and buck-offs. Uh, Buck-off to our soundboard that is having some issues this morning. We'll try to get that rectified here in this quick timeout, and we'll come back take more buck-ons and buck-offs. We'll also get you more on this DeAndre Hopkins story, where his landing spot may be. Uh, Dalvin Cook to Miami, is that kind of the likely scenario? We'll preview that coming up uh, with the offseason NFL news. Uh, and I've got a buck off for Aaron Rodgers, Buck. I got an early oh, no. buck off for the New York Jets quarterback. Yep, yep. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. We'll do you it. Caught on the... him at Little Mermaid, didn't no, you? No, no, no. Maybe. Maybe. Uh oh. <laughs> no. It's beating on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. Being on a buck off Thursday. Appreciate that little uh, massage envy conversation. Dude, I have no clue what this was. That the true massage envy, or was that the accidental contact? That was uh, the that conversation. Actually, a preview. We needed some filler. Co- we had to reset our board. Take you behind the scenes. Our board froze, and usually that takes about eight ten minutes for it to uh, reboot, as they would say. And so while it rebooted, we had to play a little something to not go dead air. So we played Bucky in the massage parlor, and a lot of people are calling you Deshaun Watson now. I can understand that. It didn't sound right. I heard Clooty and Booty at the same time. So I was says every adult gets a massage with no clothes on. That's not necessarily true. I don't. I don't go to massages. I I think I've had two massages my whole life, and uh, I had one last April. We were in Mexico, and uh, yeah, I was without clothes. Yeah, I mean, I generally do that, but then when a lot of stuff started to happen, I started to wear. You know, when I had the accidental contact one, that's when I started. Wearing, wearing undergarments underneath my little towel that they gave you, or the little blanket they put over the top of you. Because remember the accidental touching I had, the illegal procedure. Yes. And someone, she, right? Yeah. It was just, it was an accident. She was, grazed. Yeah, she grazed. She grazed by accident. Not on purpose. Not, wasn't trying to cop no, a feel. Wasn't trying to do anything. It just was an accidental touching that, you know, I was like, wow, that was unusual. Never happened to me before. And I just felt very uncomfortable with the fact that all this stuff was going on at the time with Deshaun Watson and all that. I'm thinking, dude, just go ahead and leave your me undies on. No, it's no big deal. I mean, there's no difference. Yeah, there I really mean, isn't. There isn't really a, a no, difference. There's they're no, not. It's not. It's not. It's a, a sexual thing. So it's not no, a huge deal. No. And the fewer clothes you're wearing, the uh, unless you're Deshaun Watson and you ask for. Really creepy stuff. Extracurricular. (laughs) (laughs) Which uh, can get very uncomfortable. Yes. But uh, we're comfortable. We're rolling now. Board is fixed. Hi, how are you doing in there? I appreciate you handling the stressful situation. Sometimes as the the pilot of the show, you have to uh, deal with uh, adverse situations. 
It's all good. Well done. I've actually like Natalia's uh, dad had to handle all the craziness. Oh, going on. If anybody knows a good place to get a massage, I've been feeling like Bucky with my back and my neck the past few days. Boy, so. I had a great place. Boy, doing our business. Nice. Dang it. Dang it. And no, I didn't put him out of business. No. <laughs> Maybe on a buck off <laughs> Thursday, the horn psychologist will. And I'm not like whether it's. Like my wife, my wife wants me to go take a get a pedicure, and I'm like, no, I don't want people touching my feet. I mean, I'll do a manicure; that'd be probably fine in my hands. But there's something I've always had of, of strangers that I don't know rubbing on me. I probably should get one. How often I wear flip flops? <laughs> you probably I, should I get a really, pedicure. I don't really think about yeah. that. I get infrared. But, I mean, I know now. that's that's like that's not. There's I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know what that is. That's just a. I'm just and I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure it feels great. Yeah, it's I'm amazing. into the infrared. Very therapeutic. I'm into the infrared sauna. I would do that. Those are I'd fantastic. Those, you, I mean, you I'd do that cryotherapy the inside out. Yeah, you know what? I have uh, looked into doing. I, I need to start doing it to those cold tubs. Cold tubs are good for you. You know, I still have my my uh, horse trough. Can I borrow that? <laughs> I want one. <laughs> you want me to stick it on the brown truck and dump it? Well, okay, at this point, I don't know trough? where to do a cold tub. I know our man Jamie Frazier from the high ground on Saturdays. He's got one in his backyard. Uh, but those things are apparently everything I've read on. They're great for you, man. You get in that thing for two, three minutes, oh. a couple times a week, and your blood pressure comes down. It, uh, it your because your 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 body goes into like don't freeze mode, right? And it starts to fight, and it just you know releases all of these uh, really healthy things into your body. Now, if you you don't want to sit the it dumb too long, device that you got to get for me. Well, for a long time, they, they the athletes would do it for recovery, and they yes. felt like that was the most important thing. But what they discovered when more and more people were doing it was it it you know your body goes into motion, your body goes into action, and releases things that. You know, kind of fight mode, uh, which is really healthy for you, um, and brings your blood pressure down. It uh, you get sharper and more focused, and I need to start doing that. At Westlake, we just had a bunch of b- big baby pools that all the and we'd all get in. Oh, yeah, oh, that same. I you can, can do get that. one of those. You yeah. can get that in. Just fill up, throw some ice in there, and then throw the water in there. I can do Let that. It get cold and like jump a baby in. pool. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't take. It takes about fifteen minutes. You're done. You're out. I know. I'm. Uh, and now that it's hotter, I'm. Uh, I'm in. I guess I could put a baby pool in my back patio right there sure on Onion Creek, right on the golf course. Oh, yeah. Just laying out there in the in the baby pool. Okay, so uh, good job, Ty, for handling that. Our board is back, so Ty is back, and we've got access to all of our things that we need to run this show properly. Speaking of uh, producers, Buck, did you see I, I, I sent a tweet. Our, remember Garrett Green, our man Garrett Green? Garrett Green, Former yes. producer. He was, he was a bugler, wasn't he? he was a, yes, he was in the marching band at Texas. And um, Garrett... You know, if you go back to when we were when we do the Christmas Carol contest, Garrett was our best producer along with BK for our for our Christmas carols because he could sing and he was musically inclined and uh, he was the one that sang "Don't Please Don't Suck." That's Remember right. the great song "Please Don't Suck" from Frozen or whatever. Yeah, from, yeah that was Garrett Green. That was like a two time award winner. But Garrett always had the dream of being a baseball play by play voice. Yes, he did. Like he didn't want to do a radio show. He didn't want to do. He he wanted to do baseball play by play. And, of course, who better to learn from than Craig and Craig Way. Cameron Parker has that same dream here at our staff right now. And so Garrett took a gig and, and you know, climbing the ladder in minor league baseball as a play-by-play guy, and he is now the play-by-play voice for the Sugarland Space Cowboys, the Houston Astros AAA team who are playing at the Dell Diamond this week. And uh, Garrett had a cool tweet about calling a high school game at the Dell Diamond way back when he was trying to climb that ladder, and now here he is. You now he's on the doorstep of the major leagues. So way to go, Garrett. Buck on to you, my friend. I love folks who chase their dream like that. And I got to tell you, Craig would tell you this, you know, when you start doing 142 games of minor league baseball, it, they don't pay you a lot, but they typically also make you, you know, you're the press, you're the, uh, you know, you handle the press, you handle all the media while you're doing play-by-play. It's kind of a thankless job and it's a, it's, it's a grind, but um, 
you know, obviously, because everybody sees the ones that call the NBA Finals tonight and the guys that are the voices of football or baseball, the, the Bob Costas of the world. But you got to start and you got to climb, and it's you know, pl- calling games in single A baseball, Buck, uh, is is not uh, you know, it, it's not gonna make you rich. But uh, I appreciate Garrett for sticking with it. Now he's at the AAA level with a, a good ball club and a good organization with Sugarland. So that's awesome to see. We appreciate him. Uh, also, Buck Ons, and oh, by the way, this says, uh, you felt uncomfortable? I don't believe it, Buck, with the net nudity. The nudity. I, I, I'm used to being naked. I don't mind being naked and stuff. and Gardening, even. And gardening and walking around my house and stuff like that. But I, that, that whole, I mean, it doesn't matter to me. I mean, it doesn't make me... It doesn't. I, I don't miss out on a massage if I have a pair of underwear on. It doesn't make the massage any yeah, less pleasant. Yeah, You could you could leave your yeah. You still, so so you if wear the tidy whiteies or what are we wearing here? You know, I wear meundies. Meundies. <laughs> Listen, I got a great massage from tight. Jasmine at Sage Blossom nice. Massage a few nights ago. Great massage. All right, so your buck ons and buck offs. It's brought to you by the Austin Gamblers, and we appreciate them for the buck offs and buck ons. And what better? I don't do dude massages. I don't know what that's about. Ooh. I don't know. I've never been massaged by a dude. So you request a female. That's kind of your deal. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure a man could give me just as good as a massage, but I, I have never done that before. And I don't see myself doing it. You're 67 now. Let's not start yeah, nothing, nothing will change. <laughs> nothing will change. <laughs> nothing will change now. Let's not try new things. Let's yeah, not try. No, no, we don't need to try new things. Uh, now, Ty, now that your mic is back and you will lead us through Hot or Not before the top of the hour, do you have a pick on the game tonight, the uh, game one of the Nuggets Heat Series? Nuggets are currently a six-point favorite. And I saw nine. Nine? I'm looking here at uh, oddsshark.com. It's got it at six. Mm, I don't know about odds. Oh, now it's up to nine. Okay, it opened is. at six, Open up to nine. Up to nine. Yeah, why I, I, why I, is that rising A lot of money coming in on the Nuggets, I guess. I, I mean, Clearly, I, obviously, I, the line's moving based on bets, but... Um, I would take Miami plus the points, but I think Denver wins. I would take it up to nine. Actually, no, I said yesterday Miami wins. I'll, I'll stick with that. Stick with it. Uh, I, I believe this. If they're going to get a game in Denver, it might be this one. I think the long series they just played with, with Boston, a seven-game series, they may be able to come in with the advantage you know, of, of the, the intensity it takes to win a game seven, that defensive focus, that defensive mindset that uh, led to all the turnovers and uh, the way they played against Boston. You carry that over to the mountains where Denver's been sitting for nine days. Yes, they could be the fresher team, but they, they could also be the rustier team. And less than rust for me, Buck, is just the you know to get to the intensity level to play in an NBA playoff game. They haven't done that in 10 days now since they beat the Lakers uh, in, in four games. How quickly do they get there? Can the Heat get the jump? Can Eric Spolstra dial some things up to get uh, you know have a hot start yeah, and I'm then weather gonna, it? I'm going to believe that the Heat are, are still the less talented team. And I, and I think they're going to feel like we've got games to go. Sure. We, this first one, you know, after coming off a hard seven games now, this one is not a must game for us. Now, it's one that we love to win, and everybody likes to win game one, but it's a long way to go. And that team, that team seems to be the group that can go to the distance. Well, remember, Dave, in this run where the Heat as the eight seed beat the one seed, the five seed, and the two seed, they won the road home game each time. They won in Milwaukee. They won in Boston. They won in the Garden. So they got the early jump, and it was a big part of them winning those series. Uh, Eric Spolstra, you got to think, if you feel like you can, you can beat this team, because remember, in the regular season, 
the uh, Bucks and the Celtics had better overall records than the Nuggets did. Uh, so if you're Miami, you're not intimidated by it. You're not going to back down from it. And you go in there with that mindset, we can steal one. We're the team that just came off of Game 7, and we're feeling that. They're going to have to get up to that intensity level. I think where the seven-game series that they just had to fight through that's going to hurt them will be over the course of the long series because Denver mm-hmm. will be the fresher team as the series advances. And they've shown they can win on the road. They- well, the altitude will be on, in favor of Denver now. I think for this game. Uh, yeah, and then altitude is a factor. Uh, you know, Miami is at sea level, obviously, where they live and, and play, and obviously Denver's a mile high, uh, and that always is a factor. I mean, when, you, when Denver lives in that, trains in that that altitude, they're built for it, and uh, Nikola Jokic is an absolute handful. I think they might be a little rusty, though. I think that me too, and that's going to be the question. I just We see it all the time where we say, oh, man, they're going to be fresh, they're going to come out, but sometimes they just come out a little sluggish. Best bet? Because they've just been practicing. Miami first half. Ooh, I like that a lot. There you go. Or plus the points. It's probably that's probably around five or six, I'd guess. I like that a lot. Four and a half. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, that's NBA Finals tonight. Also, we've got uh, high school baseball tonight. Good luck to those teams that are pursuing the uh, trip to the to Dell Diamond and the state tournament. It's Westlake. It's Taylor. Taylor Ducks and the Rouse Raiders uh, will play game ones of their their best of three series. 4A, 5A, and 6A tonight. Uh, buck on to them, and best of luck to uh, to those teams to advance out to the Dell Diamond. Uh, as Are we the Angels knocking the ball around now with Otani and Trout now? I saw that they had a couple home runs together. I mean, I know that thing is about to be broken up somehow, some way. Well, Angels are good. They're not good. They're not terrible this year, but they're uh, they're behind the Rangers and Astros. And uh, but they're not bad. They're not like no. the normal Angels. No, they're gonna they're gonna contend for a wild card spot, I think, in the American League. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's gonna become a big question: is Shohei Otani, um, the best player in the world, without a doubt. What can they resign him? Do they have to trade him? Would they ever consider trading him? I can't imagine it. But at the same time, the Angels are three games over five hundred. They're only three back of the Astros, and that's significant because they play four games in Houston starting tonight. Uh, four games in Houston starting tonight. Astros dropped that rubber game with the Twins last night. Got uh, beat eight to two. They coughed up game one of that series, or would have taken two or three. But the the Twins get the series. Well, now here come the Angels. The Astros. That game on Monday night when they started with, uh, or actually, the the Astros were on a stretch of seventeen games in seventeen days. Um, you know they had a bunch of off days through April. Uh, this is a stretch where Dusty Baker and the Astros have to figure out their pitching. This is where the injuries could start to deal that they've got to deal with that. Uh, but and you know the Angels got to look at that and say we're three back. Yes, the the Rangers are the first place team, fifteen over five hundred and six ahead of the Angels. But Houston is just three ahead of, of, of the Angels. That's a big series. And um, you know if the Angels stick around, Otani won't be going anywhere. And if you're an Astro fan, you know get to see Shohei, get to see Shohei. Uh, but yeah, I mean he and Trout. I mean those are two wow. of the five best players in the world, and they should be better than they've been uh, with those two. But they sit in third in the West and. Um, you know, Shohei, what did he hit? A 440-foot home run the other night. Uh, so look forward to seeing them down in Houston. And try to hit one 460. Oh, yeah. I mean, wow. before there was Shohei as the best player, there was Mike Trout, uh, who's just historically great. Uh, and those two guys are both headed to the Hall of Fame. Oh, this says Taylor Ducks won game one last night. 3 nothing. Thank you very much. Thought that series started tonight. Read that wrong. Appreciate that. Dates were off. Taylor Ducks, one win away from the state championship. Um... Uh, and by the way, the 4A championship, as someone pointed out, plays at Dishwalk Field. 4A at the Dish, and then, uh, of course, Del Diamond will be the host for the 5A, 6A. Hoping that's going to be the Westlake Shaft. Westlake playing San Antonio Johnson. That's a really good program out of San Antonio. Good ball club. Travis Staley 
on the Longhorns is from that program. They're right-handed pitcher. Um, my son's team at, at Hayes lost to Johnson in a playoff game and series back a couple years ago. Uh, Johnson puts puts a lot of players into into college baseball. Uh, where did the uh, where did the Young family play down in San Antonio? Todd, you know Josh Young, Josh Young and Jace, his brother. Uh, they're 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 from San Antonio, correct? Uh, yeah, on the way I, know, to Texas I, know, Tech. I know they're from Texas. I don't I don't I'm know what high that school up they because, uh, played at. Jace uh, is with Detroit, right? Yeah, and that's and Josh is with the Rangers, and Josh is on his way to being the rookie of the year in Major League Baseball, but uh, in the American League at least. And uh, MacArthur High, they went to MacArthur. And their dad's a longtime baseball coach. Both, uh, you know, J- Jace, J- Josh Young would tell you that his brother Jace is better than him, <laughs> and uh, he's about to be the rookie of the year. He's younger, right? Uh, yeah, like three, years, three yeah. years younger. Three years younger. Uh, both went to Texas Tech. Both were great players in college. Both were first round draft. I mean, top fifteen draft picks. And um, you know, they're from San Antonio. I wanted to make sure they went to MacArthur High, down in the city of San Antonio. Not Johnson. So good stuff. Good luck to those teams. Buck on. Uh, we'll come back when we do. Ty, who's back with us, will uh, lead us through the hot or not topics, things we've missed halfway through the show. We'll also reset the headlines. Dylan Mitchell returning to the Longhorns for a sophomore season. Big, big addition to the roster for uh, Rodney Terry yesterday. Also, the Longhorn football team announcing the kick times for three home games this year, including that first one. And I'll tease it for you. It's going to be hot on September the 2nd, <laughs> Labor Day weekend. Uh, we'll get to that coming up as well. It's being on the Horn. What's hot? And what's not? What's hot, what's not is brought to you by Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in central Texas. Visit us at txortho.com to learn more and to schedule an appointment. Hot not on a uh, be a beautiful Thursday. Not hot, Buck. Maybe the weather in Coral Gables. Keep an eye on that for the Longhorns who begin play tomorrow. 1 o'clock uh, against Louisiana. The weather forecast, 60% chance of rain each day in Coral Gables. So uh, we'll keep an eye on the weather. I told you our, our buddy Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com is going to join us tomorrow. He's been to about 20 or 30 Miami Hurricane games this year as a baseball fan. Lives there near the campus. And so we'll get the uh, the weather report from Lee tomorrow and his thoughts on the Longhorn matchup with the Hurricanes and obviously Louisiana, their first opponent, the Raging Cajuns tomorrow afternoon. Uh, also, before at the top of the hour, we will pick up, uh, get you the headlines. It, it, you know, a couple of Longhorns made decisions. Ron Holland, the former Duncanville star and Longhorn signing, made a decision, as did Dylan Mitchell. One was good for Texas. One was not so good for the Longhorns. We'll get that. Also on the not-hot side, Buck, speaking of those tournaments, those championship series that begin in the NCAA tournament, <laughs> look at that picture. A player for, uh, for West Virginia tweeted a picture of his uh, dorm room that he's staying in. Where we told you there's hotel room shortage in Lexington, where Kentucky is the host team. They had a pre-plant, pre-set uh, country music festival and a high school baseball tournament in town. I would be you. You make the regional, and you're sitting, you're living in some little tiny dorm room. Come on, man. That's a little one right there. That's now. a tiny little thing. And as Ty said, those beds are. Oh no, those are cots. There's just a little. Who knows what's been going on in that? Bigger cot. Somebody was just living in that deal. It's plastic. That's like plastic wrapped camp, <laughs> like summer camp. So you could do that for a couple of days. Well, you might. You know, West. We got Virginia. air conditioning. Yeah, that's true. West Virginia, Indiana, and Ball State are the teams dealing with uh, dormitories. Uh, no bueno. One other college baseball note. It should be a good game today. I'm, I told you my my daughter's boyfriend plays baseball at Weatherford Junior College, and they're playing in the college, the JUCO World Series in Grand Junction, Colorado, and they're going to play today, this afternoon, against Blinn. Two Texas teams 
uh, to try to make it to the championship round. It's an elimination game, so Blinn will play Weatherford at 3 o'clock local time today up there in the mountains. Uh, good luck to them. Uh, Weatherford lost to, to Wabash Valley. How about Wabash out of uh, Illinois? They beat uh, Weatherford last night. So buck on to that for sure. So good luck to those teams. Hot and not, Ty. What are, you, are you hot on this, Ty? I saw a tweet. You, see, you know Josh Hart is, the NBA player? Yeah, Josh Villanova. Hart. Yeah, Villanova player. He had a tweet yesterday. He said, have, you ever, have y'all ever tasted y'all's significant other's breast milk? Asking for a friend. Uh, not hot on that. No. Not hot on that. No. Uh, Sounds like he's uh, you know he and his his wife or girlfriend or with child. Sounds like the former yes. paper route dude. On accident or well, no. Just curiosity. Just curiosity killed that cat. No, had three kids. Yeah, I mean, um, is it gross? <laughs> Stephen A. Smith, by the way, from ESPN, responded to that tweet. Said, "My brother." What the hell? I will be discussing this on the Stephen A. Smith show today. Need a few hours to He's process. He's the one that's always talking about eating booty on, on his show. What? Yes. He's, He's like, I, I cannot confirm or deny. Like, he does, he does, I don't know. He talks about that all the time. It's weird. What? Well, breast milk is, I don't know. If it's good it's for nature. the baby, it's got to be good. That's right. Can't, can't hurt. It's, it's not going sweet. to hurt you. So I don't gross. know about it. Sweet. If it's good for my baby. I don't like, I don't like warm milk. Does it come out refrigerated? Remember that, like, I'm not a warm milk drinker. I'm not one of those people that go, hey, have a nice glass of warm milk before you go to bed. I have never. Warm milk, yeah, no. That that doesn't, that can't be good. That's gross. So, I mean, I'm not saying you do this often, but remember you said when you were in the airport and you saw like the seven year old kid still breastfeeding? Oh, no, the dude was 12. (laughs) It looked like Natalia. I've seen that. Let me tell you something. That dude came out from underneath that poncho. And first of all, he, he was could just like run, a big five-year-old. He could run down the hallways at the airport. He could keep up, like OJ going over, jumping over the top of the furniture. Oh, and this dude was making all kinds of sounds. And the mom goes, "All right." She just threw the poncho over the top of him, and all you could hear was the slurping going on. Like the dude was on a slurp. Oh, that, that's a good way to hamstring your child for oh, the rest oh, of his oh, life or her life. Oh no, this this was not a two or three or oh, four-year-old. This was a seven or eight-year-old dude that could run and get up the stairs at an airport, slurping away. And I was sitting over in the corner. I was right close to him. And I, I didn't want to look, but then I couldn't. I mean, what was I supposed to you do? You can't help yourself in that situation. No. Well, uh, good for Josh Hart. I mean, it's, my kids are 21, 22, and 25 now, so it's been a while. But I do remember way back, way back in the day. Uh, and I used to say good for that mom. If she felt comfortable doing that at the airport, that good, good on her. Not good for that mom for breastfeeding a nine-year-old child that's terrible you should never be doing that naughty natalia natalia come on now Uh, those poor people i'm so sad for them ty what do you have for us in the hot or not topics things we've missed halfway through this show by the way after our headlines top of the hour our buddy jerry hamilton from inside texas on three sports will join us talk about the return of dylan mitchell and how he believes this longhorn basketball roster is shaping up with that big news yesterday ty what do you have for us uh harry kane of the Tottenham Hotspurs soccer, yes, uh, was recently on Good Morning America with you know Michael Strahan, um, and he said in the past that he wants to be an NFL kicker, and he he doubled down and said he's not joking. He knows it's a lot of work; it's not going to be easy. But the, he's 29, but when he's done playing soccer, he said he wants to skip across the pond and try to be a kicker in the NFL. In other yeah. words, he's kicked a football before. No, he's kicked ball. I mean, he's yeah. got a world class leg. I love the name too, Harry Kane. Yeah, and Carly Lloyd. You, have, you know the woman from the that I'll, we haven't talked about it yet. The the women's World Cup is next month. Yeah, we'll I, I have not realized that. We might have to get a 
wrap that into the WNBA update. All right, right great. We'll be all over the Women's World Cup. Where do they play that this year? It's in New Zealand and Australia, nice. I think. Love that. Wow. By the way, this guy says, breast milk loaded with HGH. My wife had a bodybuilder offer her a lot of money for hers. HGH. Human Sold. growth hormone. I'm trying to grow a baby. <laughs> Sold. Jump on in. Yeah. Uh, water's warm. We'll pick this up on the other side. Headlines, Jerry Hamilton. Uh, more of your buck-ons and buck-offs on a buck-off Thursday. Powered by and brought to you by the Austin Gamblers.